0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to part nine of the Metric Minute presented by Vald Performance. I'm Kareem Drakawi and today we'll look at the overall concentric phase. Now this is a very simple phase. An athlete starts at zero velocity at the bottom of the squat and applies force into the ground to extend upward. The athlete only has until they leave the ground to generate force and whatever they're able to produce will determine their jump height and power output. Now let's consider some jump strategies. Ideally an athlete would have a huge force at zero velocity and maintain that force for as long as possible thus yielding a higher concentric impulse. Since the athlete's velocity steadily increases from the start, keeping the force level elevated depends on their ability to produce force at higher speeds. It becomes a question of how hard and fast an athlete can extend that will determine her or his performance. As this simplified graph shows, power is a product of force output and velocity. Increasing either will improve a number of athletic performance factors. However, understanding the results as it relates to jump profile testing is the best means to pinpoint exactly which attribute needs the most work. To summarize, an athlete that maximized their jump potential likely started with a high force at zero velocity, coordinated their movements efficiently, produced large amounts of force at higher speeds, and had a favorable concentric impulse to weight ratio. Now this concludes our discussion on particular metrics and the CMJ overview. Next time will be the start of a series addressing several asymmetry concepts. Until then, please feel free to reach out to me or any of my colleagues at Vald. Thank you.
1: The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, You'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world, from everything, from career advice, to training modalities, to programming. There's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS. That's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network.
2: What's up, guys? C. Hayes here for another edition of My Thoughts Monday. And what I want to talk about today is is just regarding a tweet that I saw earlier from a coach um, who I think is, is fairly well you know, respected and, and regarded in the field. And, and what this coach said in this tweet was that our number one priority as strength coaches, performance coaches, um, is not to improve performance, but rather to reduce injury, to minimize injury, right, and keep our athletes healthy. And that secondary to that priority is to improve, actually improve performance of our athletes. Um, and it just made me stop and think for a moment about, you know, whether I agreed with that, um, and, and where I stand on that question, or that thought process, that, that philosophy uh, of what our, you know, number one goal and priority is for our our profession and you know on one hand of course that makes sense because as the old saying goes the best ability is availability right you can be in this case as we speak right now you know LeBron James the best arguably best basketball player in the world but he hasn't been available you know for the past month or so um because of an ankle injury so what good is that right um and we could argue that uh that old saying all day and I don't necessarily agree with it, but it certainly does have merit, right? You could be, you can be a great athlete, super strong, fast, all of that, but if you're not healthy, what does it really matter, right? Um, but then, in the case of, of, you know, the flip side of that, I know Jay has said many times in the past, the whole, the old golden rule of do no harm, uh, goes without saying. Like, of course, duh, keep our athletes healthy, don't hurt them. Like, why do we even have to state that? That should go without saying, right? So. Um, I think you could argue either sides of that spectrum. But again, it just made me stop and think about where I stand on this. And I think, like most things in our profession, uh, while we love to tweet about them and social media about them and make it a binary black and white thing right, to to garner attention, um, I think, like most things, it's a bit more of a spectrum where the answer, which is not sexy, um, but is in many cases the answer, is... It depends. Right. Are we in season and even more than just in season? Are we on a with a team or, or you know, an organization that is competing for a championship? If that's the case. Right. The L.A. Lakers, the, the, you know, wherever you want professional sport, especially. then yeah, the goal is probably just to keep them healthy, because if you don't have LeBron James, you're probably not winning an NBA championship. Right. But then you have the flip side of that whether it be college, high school, maybe a, a professional organization that's in a developmental rebuilding period, then, yeah, of course you want to keep everybody healthy. But unless you actually improve their physical development and their physical ceiling and capabilities, then it maybe doesn't really matter a whole lot whether they're healthy or not because they're just not good enough. Um, and we can get into a whole debate and go down that rabbit hole. But um, I think what I'm getting at is, is just that, of course – it depends, right? And as the great Charlie Weingroff says, um, training, good training is good rehab and, and rehab is training, right? They should, for the most part, go hand in hand. Now, I, even within that, I think with you know exercise selection and programming and all that stuff, periodization, um, there certainly is a spectrum where some exercises are going to be more geared towards building and enhancing performance, whereas other exercises are going to be more geared towards Um, injury prevention or, or reducing, you know, likelihood of injury. Um, and both certainly have their place and both don't need to be black and white and completely separate and completely separate programs. Um, they could all be within the same training program and even the same training day. But again, I think, uh, we, we love to, you know, put out statements and get likes and retweets and all those things. And I'm not saying by any means that that that's what this coach was trying to do with his tweet. Um, but it just made me stop and think and... Um, I know where I stand on this which is it depends and you know I wanted to kind of put this out there and just maybe open a conversation um, regarding where we stand on this as a field Um, and again I think for the most part reducing injuries um, goes without saying and improving performance was the original goal of strength and conditioning but um, I think it certainly depends on you know who we're talking about who we're working with where they are in an annual training calendar right? And and all of those other factors that that go into the conversation. So a bit of a quick one today, but I hope you guys, you know, can get something from this and and maybe provoke some thoughts that uh, you haven't otherwise had in a while. And I would love to, you know, continue this conversation and and dialogue and maybe even debate uh, moving forward. So thank you guys. Thanks as always to Jay and the platform. And uh, I wish you a happy Monday.